And now, a presentation on the Mental Health News Radio Network. The Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Ryan, that is a freaking awesome question. You are the power, and you do not need anybody's permission. He's the only guy that ever crawled out of a grave where people didn't go, oh, ah! Don't worry, don't be afraid, ever, because this is just a ride. You're, you're a great interviewer. You're one of the best. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Out of Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. OutofLimitsRadio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. I hope you're doing unbelievable because I am. I just stole a whole bag of candy from a little kid. And... Hey... Hey, wait a second. There's no reason to cry. I am protecting you from childhood obesity. You're welcome. Thank you, other kids. Well, tonight, our featured guest is the return of the astrophenom, our astrologer, Miss Constance Stellas. She's going to talk about her astrological predictions for 2020. I'm very curious to know what they are. And to give you a quick note at the top of the show, she mentions that there's a coming conjunction in 2020 of Jupiter and Saturn. But it was actually, but she said it was in Capricorn, but no, it's actually Aquarius. So I just want to let you know about that. So let's begin tonight's show. Welcome back to the Outer Limits of Inner Truth is our beloved virtue and astrophenom, Ms. Constellas. <laughs> Learn more about Ms. Constance Stellas by going to her website at ConstanceStellas.com. Ms. Stellas, what are your astrological predictions for 2020? Well, always leaning towards the positive. However, 2020 <laughs> is not going to be an easy year. We'll put it that way. Um, the economy, and I know you've mentioned this on your site, I think that really the economy is going to suffer, but an all-out crash like 1929 is not in the stars. And really the suffering, and this is just part of the divide of society, is that the haves will have more. And with the current administration, they will be um, encouraged to keep it. The have-nots will have less. And the structure of the of big business and banking and um, all manner of handling money will change, but not quickly. And if we look at it metaphysically, you know, from the point of view of the evolution of the planet, uh, things are pretty tense now. They have to get tenser, more tense, uh, before change really um, occurs. Now, there are two dates to remember. December 21st, 2020 is the first one. And there we have a conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn, which is has happened before, but still has not happened, I think, for 20 years, more than that. I'm not sure about that. What, what would that mean? Well, this is what I'm going to tell yeah. you. It's in it's in um, Capricorn. Capricorn is government, is big business, 
is um, <clears throat> uh, structure. And so you have the planet Jupiter of expansion and optimism with the planet of Saturn. Delays, structure, nothing seems to get done. And um, this Capricorn energy is not meant to punish, but it is meant to say, wake up. Infrastructure must be overhauled. Medical, banking, all of these things, these structures will not stand for the coming years. But it doesn't happen quickly. So specifically, I don't think there's going to be a, a Wall Street crash. But who does that benefit? The haves. Um, I think that the job situation, it's funny. You know, there might be a lot of jobs, but people still feel poor and not, uh, and not optimistic. Now, we are also gearing towards a very unusual planetary conjunction, which is the Pluto return. Pluto, yeah, and this happens between 2022 and 2023. Now, Pluto... You know, they say it's a dwarf planet now, but uh, I'm telling you, it's a strong planet, whether they call it dwarf or not. And Pluto, in the chart of the United States of America, is in Capricorn and will be having what's known as a Pluto return, which means that Pluto is going back to the position where it was when this country was founded. There's an astrology chart called the Sibley chart for the founding of the United States. This has never happened in our history. And this kind of puts the immediate pressing need for big changes in structures. And there will be a lot of change that we won't like so much. Um, yeah, what kind of change I believe. Do you, do you well, first of all, first of all, I mean, I, what comes to mind is the fact is there's no more stores, right? <laughs> Everything is Amazon. So, so the the way uh, commerce is conducted is going to be uh, even more different, differenter than than it is now. Um, banking is going to be different. I don't think Bitcoin and and um, all of those uh, those uh, kind of um, far out currencies. I don't think they're going to take hold. I think things are going to be more conservative, and lending, borrowing more difficult. I also think that um, use of AI, artificial intelligence, and robots is going to increase, and that is going to increase the feeling of disconnect that people have with what they do as work, and how they get goods. Um, okay, so that's in one, in one area. I think, too, that healthcare, a big thing is this prescription medicine cost. And this, over the next three years, will be tackled uh, to, to get big pharma to agree uh, they won't agree, but to make sure that they're not doing what they're doing now. Along the way, though, the opioid crisis is still with us and astrologically does not seem uh, to be abating, which is a big shame. Um, 
what's the solution? The solution is grassroots efforts and people, neighbors, one-to-one connecting and doing what they can do in terms of um, uh, structure, in terms of voting in people who will be for change. I gave up giving political predictions after the last election because it was rigged. Um, I believe, (laughs) uh, so this is not astrological, but I believe the impeachment, uh, the trial will go through, but he will not be removed from office and most probably will not be officially impeached. It's maybe a censure or something else. But the division in the House, in the Senate, between the Republicans and the Democrats creates this Saturn delay and do-nothingness, which we have labored under for quite some time. I like so it when they're not doing anything. That means they're not, they're not further eroding their civil liberties, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. Well, that's a point. That's a point. Yeah, they, they have, more, they have um, other fish to fry. No, I don't think, I, I mean, civil liberties, the people who are going to pay in that uh, regard are, are the immigrants. The people who, who, you know, not the people who are just hopping over the border and criminals and everything else like that, but people who have been here, established businesses and families, are being deported. This is horrible. Horrible. Um So I know you've put warnings about people holding their money, and I think that it's not a bad thing to have as much in a reserve supply as you can. And uh, also climate-wise, the progress is incremental, but it is exposing us to lots of toxins in the atmosphere, and people are getting sick. So... Everything and anything you can do to preserve your health, you know, the boring things, eat well, drink water, do exercise, take your vitamins, and be very, very cautious about medical advice that costs an incredible amount of money, unless it's an emergency, and um, seems not to be helping you. So everybody has to be kind of DI, what, do it yourself, do it yourself, DIY, and use your your brain to discern what's true and what's not true. The internet is a fantastic tool, fantastic. However, it is not gospel truth, and you have to use your own brain. I, I'm just looking at Mike Bloomberg's chart. Yeah, now he because the, the, the two billionaires are going to be into this thing right now. I know what a kick, what a kick. Okay, he is first of all Aquarius. That I knew, like you, and um, has an Aquarian moon. More U.S. presidents have been Aquarius <clears throat> than any other sign. FDR tips the balance because he had four terms. Um. What can I say? <laughs> he has Aquarius Sun, Aquarius Moon, Aquarius Mercury. He's a very, very cold guy, but he gets things done. I I think that it's a good way for him to spend his money. I don't know if he really <laughs> touches the heart of the heartland, 
But anybody who can give um, the current administration a kick is okay with me. Now, do you foresee anything occurring because you mentioned that before about you're seeing something with Pluto that would that would try and kind of change America that, that the entire American system could be completely appended and I'm wondering if that could be an indication of other countries being completely appended because we're seeing right now as of 2019 late 2019 we're seeing protests all over the world so I'm wondering if there is something bigger happening astrologically speaking that, well, yeah. the, the Pluto Pluto is specifically affecting this country, but it affects other countries too. I mean, I haven't looked at all of the country's charts, but as as uh, turmoil and scandal and corruption increase, and the revelations increase, our our view uh, of you know quote unquote leader of the world is is going down, and it's unsustainable. It's unsustainable when you have your people suffering so much. And, and getting sick from, from opioids and big pharma. And uh, h- how can you say, okay, now we're going to go in and clean Af- up Afghanistan? I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. But we're not moving towards one world power, even China, dominating. We're moving towards uh, trade cooperation and then other people, other nations um, doing what they can do for uh, their own people. You know, the kind of, what, what is it in James Bond, Spectre taking over the world. It's, it's not, um, not going to happen. What's going to happen is, is, is international global trade and cooperation, not because they're good guys, but because the planet has got to go on and will go on. So cooperation with uh, pollution, climate tr- control, et cetera, et cetera. And... I don't know if this is a prediction, but I believe that as we move forward, yeah, it is a prediction. With artificial intelligence and um, technology, that the pluses for artificial intelligence and technology will continue to soar, but we will become more integrated with the minuses, meaning exposure to EMF, electromagnetic frequencies, um, uh, disconnection with social media. I mean, that's a little problem. That's a first world problem. But the the uh, overwhelming speed of of um, technology's demands on us makes us very uh, disconnected. And the result of that, psychologically, spiritually, and physically, will become more commonly known. And people will start to, you know, like we have green belts in cities so you can connect with nature. We'll have kind of um, internet-free zones or or EMF-free zones um, where people can just relax the grid because you must. If, if If you don't, your brain is just hardwired to complete addiction to you know, the dopamine hit from the phone, from the internet, from music, from many things. Well, I wonder, when they had that film, 1984's Terminator, I do wonder if that was somebody that was from the future that actually inspired that movie to say, hey, 
make this movie so we can remind you of what not to do. I feel like we're going on the exact trajectory, same trajectory, because I think once these AI and you know have autonomy, that they're going to wipe us out. Why would they want to? No, have this they're not going to wipe us out. Really? They're not going to wipe us out. No, absolutely not. Not even there's no astrological uh, chart that would indicate that. No, 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 absolutely not. Okay. Um, what what is the movie again? 1984 from the book. No, it's oh, Terminator. Terminator. So what happens is that you know a machine is sent back through time to kill the resistance leader who's going to, you know, beat the machines and the machines have taken over. I feel that the machines are already taking over. I mean, they, they are, they are taking over. They are taking over. How do they but not turn said, hostile against What I said was, yeah. is that the, the, the harmful effects of this takeover are going to be more and more known and, and uh, uh, communicated and expressed. And there's going to be a leveling. It doesn't mean people are going to get rid of their cell phones or this, that, and the other thing, but <clears throat> there will be a greater consciousness of what is mechanical and what is human. And human includes spirituality, intuition, altruism, uh, kindness. You know, all those things that really seem quaint but are the essence of being a human being. Machines can't be kind. All they can do is manufacture data and put it together faster than a human, yes. And as far as your predictions go, if you're looking at 2020, I wonder if it is going to have a positive or negative effect on the curiosity and conscious development of humanity. Because as of this year, Constance, I'm seeing a lot of reports about people kind of being a little bit more open, maybe a lot more open about UFOs, about extraterrestrials, because now the Navy and various parts of the government are kind of being open to it. I think that they, I wonder if they're psychologically setting us up to accept the fact that this is probably going to happen. And I'm well, I, I think anybody who doesn't think that uh, uh, there is life on other planets is just not thinking. Oh, I believe it for a long time, but I, but I, for a lot of people yeah. don't, and I'm wondering why they, there's this push that more people are talking about. So, because of that situation you talked about with Pluto, I wonder if that is has anything to do with that. I wonder if there's. I don't be think anything. that will come in 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think maybe some some things are are creeping into the consciousness, but I would say um, when Pluto moves into Aquarius, which will be probably in seven years, it's more likely. It's more likely. All right, if we're going to look at a couple signs, what three signs do you think are going to have a very good 2020 and what three signs should be on the defensive and be ready, be precautious? Mm. Uh, Virgo. <laughs> uh, Virgo, and uh, I think the Earth signs, which are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn, um, will benefit from all of the Capricorn connections. Taurus is in a little bit of a different category because Uranus is in Taurus. So Taurus doesn't really like too much bumpy change, and Uranus loves it. So within the parameter of bumpy change, the Earth signs will be um, um, uh, grounded and will help us all. The air signs, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, um, 
Libra has a lot of uh, stress for this year because Capricorn is square. But um, uh, Gemini is in okay shape. Yes, Gemini is fine. And um, Aquarius... <laughs> I, I think Aquarius. No, I'm 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 trying to get the great words because because the the Aquarian energy is really what's going to move us to the future. So that's a positive. Uh, and uh, Aquarius, he's okay with Capricorn, but Uranus kind of is sticking it to him. So that will be surprising. All right. So what do we have now? That's the air signs. Okay, the fire signs: Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. I think actually the fire signs will do best this year um, because their undying optimism and energy can kind of thumb its nose at, at the very heavy vibration of all the Capricorn planets throughout the year. And then we have the water signs, uh, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Uh, they are comfortable with Earth Capricorn but so sensitive, they must just stay under the covers for the year. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think you know that that um, the water signs will suffer more, except their sensitivities give them a wider view of what's happening globally, and um, they feel sad a lot. So, so they're going to have to work hard to maintain themselves. Miss Constance Stellitz, I want to thank you so much for your astrological predictions for 2020. And also, can you please tell everyone about your new books that have come out? Oh, yes. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm, so th th there is a series of books which turned out beautifully called The Little Book of Self-Care for Each One of the Signs. So Aries through Pisces. And it's a, a description astrologically of the sign. And then there are 122 self-care tips for each sign. That it, it makes a beautiful gift. It's if for yourself. It gives you kind of a new way of looking at things and, and uh, trying to, to um, beef up your life in many different ways. So that's already out. It's in Barnes & Noble. It's on Amazon. And you can also look at my website, which is pardon me, ConstanceStellis.com. And the new book that just came out is called Instant Wall Art, Astrological Designs. I wrote the foreword, and it's a collection of three different views of each astrology sign. Uh, one's kind of abstract with the constellation of the sign. The other one is the symbol of the sign. And the last is calligraphy for the glyph, the symbol uh that we use in astrology for the sign. And you can detach the plates and mat them or um, frame them. And it really turned out beautifully. And in the, in the uh, foreword, which I wrote, I tell you what's the best placement, where to put it in your home to kind of juice up the energy in that area. And then uh, in the um, uh, spring, there's a book... Uh, that I wrote that's going to come out called How to Be an Astrologer. Because my friend... Can you give away your tips? Yeah, I got a <laughs> lot of tips in there. And the internet is a very generic tool for astrology. I bless the apps, all the people going to the apps for knowledge, fine. But 
do remember it is all computer generated and astrology is 4,000 years old and the internet not so much so speak to an astrologer read the book see see what goes into understanding the motion of the planets it's a high calling it's a divine science and I'm thrilled that people are interested but discernment know your source know your source okay awesome. <laughs> so that's my advertisement but yeah. uh, the books really turned out very well thank you for asking my pleasure miss Stellis. you know always always providing exceptional insight and knowledge now as we head into our seventh year Ms. Constance, learn more about it by going to our website at constancestellis.com. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Okay, everyone, that concludes today's edition of the Outer Limits of Inner Truth. Special thanks to our astro phenom, Ms. Constance Dallas. Not only is she a beloved virtue on the Outer Limits of Inner Truth, but she's a dear friend. I love her so much. I also love and appreciate our other virtues, Ms. Carrie O'Connor and Ms. Lisa Kaza. To learn more about the Outer Limits of Inner Truth, please go to our website at OuterLimitsRadio.com. Until the next time we meet, my friends, I wish upon you an abundance of peace, love, and beers. Take good care. Thank you for listening. And go out and do something you're totally going to regret this weekend. Thank you.